This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 244 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is sponsored by Equestrian Collections. You can visit them at equestriancollections.com. Enjoy today's tip. I'm Glenn Geek from Lexington, Kentucky, and you're listening to Horse Tip Daily. You know, I've done this show for 244 episodes, and that little opening tag that we do before the music, you'd think I'd know that by heart by now, but today I thought I'll try it without the show notes and see how it goes. I'm getting old. I couldn't even remember it. I've done it 244 times. I've probably done it 500 times with all the outtakes. I just couldn't remember it. I'll tell you what, they say that, you know, as you get older, you remember less. I think that's true, because I used to have, like, a photographic memory. Not anymore. I need some of those supplements from Kentucky Performance Products. That might help. Well, today we have with us Rick Gore, who is from Rick Gore Horsemanship. Rick, uh, we've had him on before, but it's been quite a while, and we're glad we could uh, corner Rick and uh, get him back on with some more tips. Rick is a trainer, a clinician, and an all-around horseman. Rick Gore Horsemanship is about the horse teaching you about yourself. Rick answers questions about horse problems and issues on several websites and writes articles for a few others. And we'll be back with Rick and with one of his uh, practical tips here very shortly, right after these words from Equestrian Collections. For over a year now, we've been telling you about all the cool things happening at Equestrian Collections and the variety and selection of products they have at fantastic prices. But today, we want to talk to you a little bit about their social networking and what a community they have built on Facebook. If you go to Facebook and search for Equestrian Collections, you're going to find that over 20,000 fans are now following Equestrian Collections on Facebook. And, and the reason is they have a dynamic community built over there. You know, on uh, most store sites, most company sites on Facebook will just promote product and things like that. That's not what happens on Equestrian Collections. Yeah, there's a little bit of that, but mostly it's the community sharing pictures, talking about stories, asking questions of each other. It's an active, vibrant community, like a little forum right there on Facebook. Search for Equestrian Collections on Facebook or stop over to equestriancollections.com for all of your horse and rider needs. Well, hi, Rick, and welcome back to the show. Hey, how you doing, bud? Hey, it's been a while. How's things going up there? Good. It's yeah, been yeah. yeah, now, uh, remind everybody where you're located at. Uh, I'm in a northern California area. I'm between Sacramento and San Francisco, uh, not too far from Travis Air Force Base. Where the weather so a is town perfect all the time. You know, it is good weather. It, it's very nice weather. The wind's a little, uh, a lot of people don't like the wind, but I, I think it helps keep supplies down, so I, I kind of enjoy a breeze all the time. It keeps the heat down. Yeah, you are in a beautiful part of the world. <clears throat> of course, we're here yeah. in Lexington, Kentucky, which isn't too shabby either, for that matter. You know, so. <laughs> you guys always get no, nice green grass all year. Here it turns brown in the summer, but it's always nice and green there. <laughs> yeah, and we've had a lot of rain this year. It's been mowing the lawn twice a week, and the pastures are just out of this world. Um, you know, we, we have the bluegrass this year. It's just unbelievable. Well, you know, we, we do, we love doing tips with you because you do the ever so practical. You tend to be on the side of natural horsemanship and, but yet we do some very practical tips that people enjoy. People do enjoy hearing the practical ones that they've maybe never heard before. 
And, you know, that's how we learn. It's it, it, The only way you really learn in the horse world is, is either you're mentoring with somebody that's teaching you that's done it for a long time or you're reading or, or listening. And that, that's how we learn in the horse world. There's, you know, it's, it's not like the general population where there's so much about, about uh, you know, all the topics that you live with generally. We're a small little community. So, um, so thanks for being on. What are we going to help people with today? Well, I think first we're going to talk about um, realizing and being aware of corners, corners and fences, corners and paddocks, corners out in your pastures. Guilty. We've always had pastures with corners. I'm guilty of that. Did I say that again? I said guilty. We've always had pastures with corners at our place. And you know what? It just seems so natural because as humans, we look at things in straight lines, corners, you know, uh, putting things in order. And in the horse world, from a horse perspective, they, none of that's important to them. You know, th- there's an old tip about if you want your horse, teaching a horse to walk straight is one of the hardest things because in the wild they just don't, they kind of graze. They just kind of go left and right and, and, and they graze. So it, it doesn't really matter, um, you know, what, what they, um, as far as where they work, uh, you know, horses just don't think in, in straight lines. And, and the old tip is when you put things in pasture, instead of putting the water and the salt and the feed and everything in one area, you should put the salt block in one corner and then the water in another area. And then that way the horse will learn to walk straight lines because he has focus on where he's going. I'm going to water in a straight line. I'm going. And that helps teach a horse walk straight line. The flip side of corners is it's a trapping zone for horses. Yeah, that's the, big, that's the are, big nasty part. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. And, you know, I, I, so many stories where people call and tell me, horses get hurt or my horse is hurt. And, and, you know, this other mean horse just kicked my horse, and, and this horse was mean. Horses aren't being mean. What they're doing is they're doing a natural pecking order. And a high horse naturally pushes a lower horse. And a lower horse naturally yields. It has to move away from the high horse. And they do this very calmly and easily. And sometimes if a horse is challenging or trying to move up, he may, he may have to get, you know, threaten to kick or he may have the horse kick at him. But as long as they can move away, you don't have a problem. And that's where corners become dangerous to horses is because a horse can't move away. They get trapped in the corner, and when another high horse comes in, they're standing under the shade. There's a corner. People will build a shed, and they'll put a corner underneath shade. Well, horses gather in, under the shade, and they get in this corner, and the next thing you know, a high horse comes in, and the, some low horse is just back there, you know, getting some shade, mind his own business, and a high horse says, hey, you got to move, and the horse goes, hey, I'm in a corner. I can't move, but they don't know that. All the high horse sees is, I just told a lower horse to move, and he's disrespecting me. So I have to kick him and show him that I can make him move. And the lower horse is like, I can't move, and I can't run away, and this horse is kicking me, so I have no choice but to kick back. And then you end up with injured horses and broken legs and all kind of bad stuff. And it's not because horses are mean or bad. It's because we've designed pastures and turnouts in a way that traps horses in these what I call choke points. And it's also dangerous for people because we can get caught there as well. Um, Absolutely. And, and you know, that's why people work in round pens. There's no, it's hard, and believe me, if if it can be done to a horse, a person will do it. I've seen horses trap a horse in a round pen, but it's much more difficult to trap a horse in a round pen because there's no corner. So they don't feel like they're trapped. They always have, you know, a horse is always secret uh, comfort seeking. So they're always going to take the path of least resistance. You know, the old saying, make the wrong thing hard and the right thing easy. 
Well, a horse is always trying to look for the right thing. They're always trying to take the easy path. They're always seeking for comfort. So in a round pen, when there's no corners, if you trap a horse, they're going to take the path of least resistance and move away. And they're never going to get stuck or stall, which is why it's easier to get a horse to keep pressure on them in a round pen. You, you don't see people round pinning people in square corners because a horse will run to the corner and they get trapped and they'll either try to jump it or they'll try to kick you or they'll fill trap and they won't come out. And, and it's much more difficult to work a horse in a corner because it's easier to trap them. Well, now, if you, so, this, you know, it's easy to, to have, if you're building a farm and you're putting in new pastures, it's easy to round the corners. You just have it done when it's being built. If I've already got pastures that have square corners, is there an inexpensive, effective way to solve that problem? Absolutely. There's a couple easy ways. One, one way is some people will just get either 2x4s or 4x4s, and they will just angle the corners. They'll take that, and they'll just take the corner out, and they'll just move that 2x4 that, that or 4x4 four four straight in, and then it makes an angle instead of a corner. So they the basically, people, they'll basically take those boards and put them on the fence that are already there so that it just it's a blocking mechanism. You can't get to the corner. Exactly. Right. And, and you know what? If you plant trees in your corners... You can use the 4x4s to keep the horses away from the trees. You take away your corner, and you put in shade. There so, you I mean, go. The, it's, an easy, it's an easy way to fix things. Another thing is they'll get a temporary panel. And, you know, a lot of people have temporary panels either just laying around or, or they tore down a paddock or they've enlarged something. And if you take a temporary panel and move it to a corner, basically you just angle that corner and you take away the corner. Same thing. You plant a tree, a bush put something in there you don't want your horses to get through, and you've angled off that corner, you've taken away that corner, and you've created a, a, a natural flowing thing to where if another horse pushes a horse, they're not going to go stuck in that corner and feel like I'm trapped. They're always going to have a way out, and, and you'll, it, you'll decrease your injuries. It's safer for the horse. So, I mean, it's pretty easy to get rid of your corners. You know, of course, some people, if you've got uh, this no-climb fence, which is real popular here in California, uh, you can just Get, a, get an extra piece of fence and just run it, you know, and you've got your corner posts. If you move, you know, six or eight feet to where your next post is on both directions, and then you just put a straight piece of wire and you run a piece of that no-climb cat corner straight through there. And, and that way, that's another way to get rid of your corner fairly inexpensively. Great. So, and then, of course, we mentioned in a previous tip that you always want your gates to open inwards. Inward. Well, you always want them to open uh, into pressure. So if a horse leans on the gate, you, you don't want it to naturally open. So wherever I want to trap or keep a horse in, I want that gate to open inward. So if a horse gets loose, you know, if I have a gate leaving my property, I don't want that gate opening outward. Because if a horse gets loose and he leans into it or gets chased into it, it'll swing open and then he's free. I want it to be blocked to where it will only open inward because then if he runs into it or bumps into it, it isn't going to open because they only open inward toward the horses. And that's the way you keep your horse secure. And, and you also kind of, you know, if you get a loose horse, it's easier to push him in an area because if he runs in that gate, he learns to push that gate open to go into pastures. He learns to push gates open to go into his turnout, to get to his food, etc. And pretty soon your horse will just test gates. And when they don't open, they leave them alone. And when they open, they know to go in. And, and you can always keep your horses in good secure areas that way. All right, great. Well, where can people learn more about you? Oh, they can go to my website if they want to. I, uh, I've also got a YouTube account. Uh, it's linked on my website. Uh, my website is thinklikeahorse.org. Um, and uh, my YouTube account, uh, it's it's YouTube slash a bunch of things, horse awareness, but it's just easier if you go to the site and click on the link. All it's right. on the uh, homepage, and that'll take you. I've got 140 videos about horsemanship, horses, 
uh, understanding horses uh, and things like that, just just to help people have a better relationship with their horse. And that's thinklikeahorse.org. Thank you, Rick. Hey, no problem. You have a good day now. Well, thanks again to Rick for joining us. Uh, he was happened to be sitting in his truck at that time. He had just gotten done feeding the horses, and it was a little breezy as it always is there in Northern California. So we, he was sitting in his truck, and we got to chat, and we really appreciate that. You'll be hearing some more tips from Rick as we go down the pike here. Well, and we wanted to remind you that you can check out all the great shows on the network at horseradionetwork.com. My uh, co-host over there, Chris Stafford, on three of the shows, does eventing, dressage, and jumping. She'll be doing those during the World Equestrian Games uh, daily during those competitions as well. And as well, we'll be doing the 2010 radio show, the World Equestrian Games radio show, every night at 8 o'clock from the International Equestrian Festival Live. So you'll be able to listen right here on... Well, on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Well, I'll be back tomorrow with another new tip, another new expert, and until then, stay safe, everyone.